as you like it is structured around acts of deception that complicate the play's narrative and allow for events to unfold that otherwise might not be. The primary tricksters of the play are Rosalind and Celia, who disguise themselves in order to go undetected into the forest of Arden. Rosalind dresses as a man and goes by the name Ganymede. Celia pretends to be a shepherdess and calls herself Aliena by constructing false appearances and presenting themselves dishonestly. Rosalind and Celia incidentally inspire the lovers to act more trustly, truly and honestly toward towards toward them. When Rosalind is dressed as Canimid, Orlando reveals to her how deeply he loves Rosalind without knowing that he is addressing her. Rosalind's disguise thus permits Orlando to speak more openly and perhaps less intentionally than he might if he knew the true identity of his conversation partner. Celia's attire does not alter her from alter her seeming identity as radically as Rosalind, but it too changes her lover's initial conduct around her by making her seem to be not of courtly upbringing. Whereas Rosalind's disguise provokes honest speech from her lover, Celia's tests the honesty of her lover's love. The fact that Oliver's falls in love with her despite her shepherdess exterior indicates how genuine his love is. When Rosalind and Celia act out roles, they alter not the way they act, but also the way the other people interact with them. The, these instances of disguise and deception, along with serving important plot points, provide great comic potential, thus represent the play acting and deception performed by every character in the play and moreover by every person in his or her life. They illustrate and exaggerate the extent to which all the world's a stage and every man and woman merely plays. As You Like It mocks traditional dramatizations of love inspiring folly, servitude and sorrow in its victim. Orlando's bad omnipresent, po- omnipresent poetry, uh, Sylvia's slavish commitment to Phoebe, uh, Rosalind and Oliver's and Phoebe's uh, speechless and instantaneous infatuations are exaggerated instances of dramatized representation of, of love that display intends to mock. Uh, at the end of the play, Ro- uh, uh, blah 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 the play concludes by celebrating uh-huh. the final scene is a grand wedding with woe set between four couples the play thus concludes by celebrating a more reasonable and sustainable form of love demonstrated in four instances of its most potent and permanent manifestation forest of arden the mass exodus of characters are being either forced into exile and then others resorting voluntarily to it like the lords accompanying Duke Senior, Adam and Celia. The forest that serves as a theatre of the play, a space in which time and conduct are relaxed. It is a setting that allows for things to happen and people to act in ways which otherwise they wouldn't within the bounds of the mannered city life. Royalty and shepherds uh, mingle. The former pose as the latter, and Cupid's present is potent. To welcome the wedding at the end of the play, Duke Senior declares, In the forest, let us do those ends that were well begun and well begot. Pastoral literature thrives on contrast between city life and country life. Often it suggests that oppression of city can be remedied by a trip into the country's therapeutic woods and fields, and that a person's sense of violence and righteousness can be restored by conversations with uncorrupted shepherd and shepherdess. This type of uh, restoration inter, uh, enables people to return to the city a better person capable of making the most of urban life. However, Shakespeare tests the bound of these conventions. His shepherdess Audrey, for uh, instance, is neither articulate nor pure. He begins as we like it by establishing the city-country dichotomy on which the pastoral mood depends. For example, in scene one, Orlando rails against injustices of life with Oliver and compares that he knows no wise rem- uh, remedy how to avoid it. Later in that scene, Charles 
relates about the whereabouts of Duxena and his followers, the remedy is clear. In the forest of Harden, many young men fleet the time carelessly as they did in the golden world. But Shakespeare reminds us that remedy is not a permanent temporary affair, and uh, he and the, all the as all the characters return to the court life. So the play does not lord city over the country, but instead suggests that a delicate and necessary balance must be maintained between the two.